You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hey, guys. Welcome to We Know Nothing. Did you enjoy the song? God, I know you did. We have uh, we have the lyricist and songwriter here with us uh, today, Anya Marina. Hello. Hi. I'm a little tired today, though. I gotta Dude, say, we are dragging ass up in this bitch. I'm double yeah. fisting it out with my yeah, awake tea. Double fisting uh, Starbucks, and Phil's here too. Hey, I'm Phil here. Hanley. Hey, how's it going, Nikki? Let's not forget about you. No, please don't. Why are you so sleepless? Uh, uh, because uh, I was uh, I was working late last night, and then I had to get up uh, the uh, crack of dawn today to continue uh, working. But I'm here, and I'm excited. I'm and so glad for it. Yeah. And I'm ready. Uh, Anya, what were you wanting to talk about at the top of the show? Oh, I just had an idea. We were talking in the last one about aging a little bit and what happens when you're 30. And you cracked me up last night about in your set. You talked about how you went from one night being 29 and Googling Taylor Swift to being 30 the next day and Googling when when did Lisa Kudrow get married? Yeah. And then it just reminded me of all the other things that start happening magically overnight once you turn 30. Like... For me, it was the inability to digest dairy. Phil, can you relate? Or I can or eat like, dairy. You can? Yeah. God, I met dairy. Are you kidding me? You just oh. can drink a glass of milk. Uh, no I wouldn't problem. do that, but I just drank a large latte. <laughs> Were you making progress on your latte? A latte. <laughs> um, I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we say latte. When did it start for you? When did lactose intolerance begin? It seemed to be overnight. It seemed to be like all of a sudden couldn't do milk and then like wheat started to become a thing. So what I'm saying is this podcast is going to be super interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, clearly. Um, No, I think that there are certain things that I'm just like, oh, this is just what it's like to get older. I love that I don't want to hang out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I am... I never thought I'd be a person who doesn't want to hang out, but I really enjoy being by myself and being and not going out. Yeah, like and not socializing. I hate parties. I hate I hate all that shit now. And I always thought like, God, someday I won't be able to like I won't be invited to parties and I'll feel so sad. But now I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not. And you leave after sets too. That's I leave right after sets. I I can never do that. I like last night. I was like, I gotta go home. I got like shit I have to do. I still, I was trying to get a tape on myself, but I was still. But like, what do you, what do you accomplish after it? Like just hanging out with friends? I guess yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Telling each other, making each other laugh. Do you mean that you want to leave after a set, but you feel that you mm. can't fill? No, like I would be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to boogie right after my set. And then, yeah, I'm just drawing, like I'm waiting to get my tab. I'm like hanging out. I don't know. But Nikki can just, you're out. Yeah. It's called a glazer exit. I'm famous for them. I just, She's really when good I'm done, I'm fucking done and I leave. I do have very good time management. I I can tell you within a minute, like I, within thirty seconds, when I will arrive somewhere. Like I, have, I can clock it all out. It My is whole day is, is timed really? out, so I never have any time to just sit and think. I have the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I have the worst time management. It's ridiculous. Untrue. You're always prompt. I'm prompt, but uh, it's like. To get somewhere on time, I there there is like running and swearing involved, and right. the, the, the trains. 
uh, like everything has to be like just. I don't know, just like hanging out. I I don't like last night. I would have wanted wanted to hang out. It was a good scene. It was really fun to hang out. But most of the time, like I don't. I'm sick of. T- I'm sick of having small talk. I just know who I want to talk to. I know yeah. who I don't want to. And a lot of times when you're hanging out somewhere where there's a lot of people you know but like n- don't necessarily want to talk to a long time, you get stuck in conversations that are meaningless. Yeah, that's and bad. I'm done with it. I'm done with being like, how's he going? How's your boyfriend? Oh, that's nice. Cool. Like just empty, empty conversations that I just, I don't know. I'd rather just go home and be alone. We've been talking about introverts a lot because at home, Nikki brought home this book that Amy loaned her called... Uh, what is it? Quiet? Quiet. By the woman that did that TED Talk. I think I was talking about it on the podcast a few weeks ago about introverts. And she's an introvert and she talks about famous introverts like Gandhi and, and um, God, I'm blanking right now. But anyway, she has a fantastic... Lady Gaga. I bet she's an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it makes me think about like who's an extrovert and who's an introvert. I'm for sure an introvert, but... I observe extroverts at parties. Uh-huh. They're really good at making small talk. I think I can make small talk, but I, I'm an introvert, I would think. I, I hang out by myself a lot. I don't know what you are. Uh, I took a quiz this weekend, and I always thought I was an extrovert because I'm pretty, like, I don't get, like, s- social anxiety at parties. Like, I'm not like, I don't want to talk to, like, oh, I don't I'm get comfortable, that. but yeah. I really enjoy not talking to people. And, like, uh... Yeah, I like when the cab driver starts talking to me. I'm just like, no, like, but I don't know if that's more introverted or just like not feeling empathy and not wanting to like make his day smoother, like not giving a shit. But also, you're probably on your way to either perform or record something or yeah. Whatever, but I don't think about zone. my set. I don't get in the zone, so oh, that's really? not a good excuse for me. Oh, no, okay. I could be like talking about my some tragic event seconds before I walk on stage, and it won't affect anything. Really? Yeah, I'm really. I'm just amazing like that. No, I'm just, no, it's, it's, I think it's careless. It's carelessness. I, I think I'd be a better comedian if I did center myself and like think about my set, but I kind of just don't want to. Nothing can sap Painful. your energy or like trip you up if somebody's talking to you before going on stage? No, I mean, I had one instance where I was filming a commercial that Sarah and I did last year for the VMAs. It was like this hamster, it was a Kia ad, and we were with those dancing hamsters in this commercial. And I had this line and I was not getting it and I was really frustrated and I was just not being funny the way I wanted to be. Like my mouth and my body wouldn't move the right way. And I was starting to feel nervous because we were about to break for lunch and everyone was so hungry and it was like all we needed was my take on this and then Mm. we could go to lunch. A huge crew of people, like, you know, like 50 people in this warehouse just dependent on me to get this line out. I can't get through it. And then we're like breaking to change some lighting or something and uh or were cut and um one of the sound guys goes uh oh my god did you guys hear that uh katie L- or melissa etheridge died and i was like what and he was like yeah they found her face down in ricky lake or she drowned do you hear oh melissa, melissa etheridge drowned and i was like she drowned and they're like yeah they found her face down in ricky lake and i was like fuck you and he was like i didn't know you were a huge melissa etheridge fan i was like i'm not but like i care when people die and yeah. that's sad and it really tripped me up and i was like and so, so fucking upset. sexist and, and gross dumb so dumb ricky lake's not even a lesbian it and just homophobic doesn't make sense. yeah 
It's stupid. It's so stupid. But I was furious and it really tripped me up. Like I couldn't, I ended up crying. Did you go down on Sarah? Yeah, I went down on Sarah and just like <sighs> relaxed a little bit. You know, I just drowned myself in her puss and was able to get through the day. So end of story. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I'm being really lazy. I'm so tired right now that I'm saying disgusting things because my mind won't go to anything else. I really would like to make better small talk. I was just at a party, and I know we've talked about this before. I'm sober. I don't drink. So when I'm at parties and everybody's drinking, it can be super stressful. Yeah. And to couple that with the fact that I am an introvert and I do have social anxiety and I don't know how to... Parties can send me home in a in a downward spiral or a panic. Like, why did I get stuck with that person? Why why couldn't I just have a normal conversation with that person? Like, why do I have to say such weird random things? Um, so I'm trying to learn. And do you have any tips? Um, uh, no, I, I no, like, I've never. I'm surprised when you say that though, because you seem. Uh, I know I am too. You seem so good at just making uh, like polite chit chat. I agree. No, I like the other day I was at a table uh, with my best friend and, and two of her friends and these strange strangers walked up and my best friend didn't know them, but one of her two friends did. And they were like, oh, hey, it's Susan from the Humane Society and her girlfriend and they're here with their Labrador. And everyone started talking about the dogs and the working at the shelter and they all walk dogs and animal rights and this and that and and I am, all I'm doing is in my head going, pretty soon they're going to introduce me. They're going to go around the table, introduce me, and you have to have something to say uh-huh. to them. And my best friend, China, she didn't know them, and she was just like, oh, my gosh, look at that dog. How adorable. And she's an extrovert. She can talk to anybody, anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Look at that dog. Love him. How old is he? Where'd you get that leash? Oh, my God. I love your sweater. Amazing. And uh, they're just doing this, like, surfacey, cute chit-chat that people do, mm-hmm. which I am incapable of doing. And then they're, like, they're going around the table. This is China. That's Allison. Whatever. And then they're, like, that's Anya. She's from New York. She lives. She came for the weekend. I was in New Jersey. And they look at me, and all I'm thinking is, think of something to say. Ricky Lake joke. And this is, and it was the last Perfect day timing. of last day of April. <laughs> Good one, Phil. Thank you. And for some reason, all I say is, "Tomorrow's May." What? That's all I said. It was like April 30th or something. And really, they, there'd been no discussion of the no time of discussion. year. No discussion. They're like, "Hey, Anya," and I'm like, "Hey," and then I or I go, "Happy May tomorrow." <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, okay, you are bad. Right? Uh, That's a weird, it was, funny thing to say. That's all I could did, think. Did your, did your best friend, uh, when you first said that, I was like, Sorry. I wasn't there. Sorry. Yeah, I thought um, the same thing. Did China, did China say, um, like, what the fuck was that? On the way home, I brought it up. She's like, oh, yeah, I didn't really hear that. But, like, they just glossed over Oh, I'm it. sure, because right. that's what I was going to say. I mean, if you built it up and in that story, you're like, wow, that's a bizarre thing to say. But in the moment, I don't think that would stand right. out. Like, I don't think you can really say any. I, I, you said, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, I was like, hey, I'm Anya. And then it was silent for a half a second. I was like, happy May tomorrow. <laughs> I don't. I think. <laughs> I don't really think funny. I think it's funny. I don't think you can go wrong. And like, I have friends that are like. Uh, my sister's like amazing at that. She can just like start to like conversations with like anyone about a leash or a dog or whatever. But I just think, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that. I, I don't think that. No, if you ask those people, what did you think of Anya? They wouldn't be like, 
she's really into May. Like they, I think they would just be like, oh, she seems nice. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Because I think more yeah. than what you say, people get the vibe. And if you're a nice, friendly person and you're someone who's interested in people, I think people sense that and immediately would like you. What do you do when you're, I was at a party the other day with somebody that was not a big um, talker. Yeah. And yet I knew she had an interesting job um, that I was interested in. Okay, she works at a, at a gossip magazine. But she just wasn't given a lot. Like, I'd be like, oh, wow, you work at that magazine. Crazy. And she's like, mm-hmm. And then I said something silly, but it was I'm going to go get a drink. And That's then you all? walk away. Okay, so you don't have to. But what if you want to draw someone out? I like doing that. I am a performer. So I like winning people over. Just, I would just ask a lot of questions. And if you're in, in, if you're legitimately interested in the job, I would just have some. You need to read Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence. I think people. you're right. You're totally right. That is on you my ask list. them about them. You only talk about them. You say that you say their name as much as possible because that's their favorite mm. sound to their to hear. You just set them up for them to be talked like there's so many rules to it but like he, his method is just like the best way to get anyone to like you and it's I remember reading it in like high school and being like well it really did like inform how I behaved for a few years and I still think it has like just I've learned like no one wants to hear anything about me mm. no one ever wants to hear they only want to hear about themselves and talk about themselves so just if you want someone to like you just find every way to get them to talk about themselves really because I remember um there is, uh, have you ever heard of the author um, Iceberg Slim? No. Oh. No, because it's not me. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> he's great. And he's the guy, that's where like Ice-T and Ice Cube and everyone got their name. He was like a writer. He was like the first kind of guy to write about the like black experience and like the ghetto and stuff like that in like the like 60s and 70s or whatever. But he had a book called The Long White Con and it was about this like black dude that looked like a white guy mm -hmm. and he was like a con man. But uh, one of the things that people do is it's the opposite of what you're saying because it was like to con someone, you people will often tell you something really personal about themselves and it'll make you think like, oh, wow, this is actually like it, it speeds along a relationship. Like oh. I'm special? Yeah. No, like you'd be like, wow, you know, like say like a family member is ill or, you know, my wife just divorced me or whatever. And I've seen people do that in in situations and people are like, oh, that guy's really endearing because he's just told you this like mm -hmm. tragic story about his life or whatever. Oh, that's interesting. I do that a lot when I'm uncomfortable. I'm fine with revealing a lot about myself oh, to somebody, and then it it causes this perception of intimacy. Yeah, I mean, it it makes it makes it more when you. Whereas I, I, that's the one thing I don't do. Like I'm not. It's hard for not hard, but I just don't reveal. Like I'm not. I wouldn't tell someone something I'll personal. I'll do off that too, not to just create intimacy, but just to entertain them. Yeah, I, I feel that way every podcast I do. I'm like you were trying to make it interesting so you said too much in for the sake of just being filling airtime and it's like yeah, I feel like a that. horror because of it I feel like I leave podcasts all the time being like oh, god what the fuck like no but it's like you were saying before you're like if you got in the last podcast yeah. you said if you got surgery or something you would talk about it so people there is an I'd beat him to it. Yeah. yeah. And there is a, there's a certain strength in having being that open and being not having shame about something that you shouldn't have shame about. Mm -hmm. So there is a strength in it. Yeah, there is. But it's also like sometimes I feel like it's just talking about yourself and it's just seems yeah, self-indulgent. Like and it yeah. sounds like 
It's just, and especially when you're sharing something that some people may find uncomfortable and go like, ugh, like there's no worse response on stage than when a girl goes, ew. And I've had that happen a lot where like someone rejects you for sharing something about yourself and makes you feel shame about it. It's awful. I relate to that. Like when I'm manipulating a situation because I don't want to sit through the discomfort of the silence. Like if I'm having an uncomfortable, let's say I go on a radio show and I I reveal too much and I realize I did it because I was trying to entertain them or be entertained yeah. to the audience because I was too afraid to just sit there in the awkwardness of what might happen. Yes. So then I'll 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 go too far and I'll say too much or whatever and then I'll go home and be in a shame spiral about it. But the same thing can happen at a party when I meet up with somebody, they're not giving me a lot and it's an awkward silence and instead of just like sitting there like so many other people I know that will just sit there yeah. through the silence and be like, all right, well, good talking to you. And then they'll, they'll take off or something. I'll feel like this is my fault. I have to fix it. I have to like create and I'll have yeah. to like seduce them or like like draw yeah. something out of them. And I'm sort of over it. I'm yeah, kind of like... I mean, think about like say like an, uh, a, a mutual friend of ours and I'm sure people will know him just because he's such a great comedian. But say Ryan Hamilton, for example, right? Mm-hmm. He just, why is he great company? Because he's just a non-judgmental person who mm-hmm. just respond. Like it's not like he, he does. Listens yeah, and he, he listens. Yeah, he listens. He wouldn't reveal anything to speed anything along or anything like that. He's just pleasant and you sense he's a nice guy, and you're such a nice person, people will just sense that. But he's same. a little Dale Carnegie method. He just listens and lets you talk about yourself. I think a lot of people could take advantage of that. Sometimes I feel like I do to my friends who are good listeners. Like Anya, I feel like sometimes I'm just like spilling stuff to you, and then I go, I didn't even fucking ask her about herself. Like I, And nothing bothers me more about people than people who do that. And yeah. so I think that sometimes... I don't know. My, I've never felt that way about you. That's no, really nice that you say that. No, but I don't really. Absolutely not. I seek out people that talk a lot anyway because I like to listen. I'm more of a listener. But you're such a good listener. It's crazy. I hate when I encounter a good listener because then, like, sometimes, and I love Ryan, but sometimes we'll go out together and it's just like, That's oh, we so don't have funny. a lot to talk about. Because right. we do, but like, you're both one good of us. Listeners. We're both great listeners. So sometimes we'll just chill. In so you're just silence. listening to the silence. Yeah. But are you com- then are you comfortable in that situation? I'll, I I think I probably take on the talking role with Rai Rai Hammy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rai Rai Hammy. Maybe. Maybe I do that. But Nikki, I think if you're someone that would be conscious of I never asked that person anything, then that means you always ask someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if someone's like, oh my God, I hope I said thank you. You've said thank you every single situation. Right. Like if you're concerned about manners, then you're polite. That's a good point. How about, uh, point. why don't we you. turn this to sex because yeah. that's the theme of the podcast. What about uh, things to say in bed when you have nothing to say? I really got to get some experience under my belt. So the next time Nikki asks me a question, I actually have something recent. I know. What are you doing on this podcast? I know. <laughs> Wait, say the question again. Um, dirty talk in bed. I've been struggling lately to come up with like original things to say. I talked about it on, I've been talking about it on stage because it really is a thing. Like my boyfriend the other day asked me, he was like, tell me, (laughs) like I said something like, you know, like I would do anything for that dick or some stupid thing that I say. And he's like, what would you do? And I'm like, I'm just like trying to think. And I really was like at a loss. I like couldn't think of anything like filthier than I had already said or like, just sounds also trite to say now. And um, and he he was so sweet. He goes, 
Glaze, I'm not going to hold you to it. Just say like, because I was thinking like, I don't really want to do that. And I, like, if yeah. he tell, if I, like, I'm not really going to do that for the dick or whatever. So then I just was able to sketch. say something so outlandish, but he was like, I'm not going to hold you to it. Oh, just like really say cute. something. And it was like, okay, well, I would eat a girl's asshole out for it. Like I just said something so disgusting <laughs> that I would never do just to like, just, you know. I shudder to think about my sex. That's the closest I can get to dirty talk. Like all of my sex. I'm just glad those are gone somewhere. What do you mean? What are you talking about? That's like dirty talk when you're sexting somebody. Oh, sex. I thought you said all of your sex. I sex. was like, what? Sex. Oh, your sex. Oh my God. They're so fun. I, yeah, that's it's good. In the, it's weird how in the moment you're so overtaken with. It's like sex. Passion that you're not thinking straight. You're just like. Yeah, it's, it's new. I'm fairly, I've avoided it because I'm dyslexic. But oh, yeah, that's right. But I swear to God, and I've talked a little bit about this on stage. Don't I don't like this is like a, kind of there's going to be a bit about it someday. Okay. But they're always when I was a kid, they were always like trying to like teach me how to make learning fun. And I remember my poor mom would like like it would take like a piece of paper and like cut like a moon shape and write like the moon, and that was supposed to be like a blast when I was a kid. But she was just trying. But the only thing that makes like phonics fun is sexting. Cause you're so you're like racing with adrenaline and oh, you're like yeah it's yeah that's so interesting good. yeah I swear I've I've really worked on my um, you know spelling yeah wow. my spelling yeah that's so cool I yeah. love that but um that's an incentive yeah sexting is an incentive yeah as my friend O in San Diego says pussy pulls harder than a train <laughs> so you're really like making strides in your learning yeah to get that V it's that P. It's just like in the moment, I just, I don't know. Sometimes you say things and you're just like, that was ridiculous. Or like, sometimes I'll like stammer over something I say in bed. And then you're like, Do, should I correct myself? Like, that's a weird thing to be like, you fucking own this. Put, like, or you're like, you, I'm trying to think of like something you would say. Don't that you give would it like, away. We're all going to steal those. Yeah. Yeah, you, you own this pussy. Like, say you were saying that. Like, you okay. own this. That's pretty creative. Uh-huh. Like, if I was like, you own this. Like, if I said use or something or somebody, like, do you, like, fix it? Like, yeah. do you? You know what I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. It's such a weird thing because you're supposed to, like, nail it. own this pussy. You're supposed I to, mean, like, you. Yeah. You're supposed to. Uh, Henry Phillips has the greatest joke about um, a girl that he was with that you would say, uh, and it's not a, I don't think it's a true story, but it's just a brilliant joke where he's like, she would say, yeah, you know, I like when uh, I like when people do this thing to me. And he's like, people. people. <laughs> and she said one time she shaved her vagina and she, she like did something too like weird. And she was like, oh, God, now everyone's going to think he's like, who's everyone? <laughs> <laughs> those are good questions. Yeah, the, the, I've heard those. So funny. But uh, I had a friend that dated a girl. Did I tell you guys this? I think I already did on a podcast. Every time they would have sex. His girlfriend was always at the end, like right after he came, she would always go, good job, good job, good job. And he's like, it ruined Jeez, it. Was she wearing a whistle around her neck? <laughs> Jesus. He That's crazy. It. He was like, I was, I'd, I'm always so into it. And then I just, I dread coming because I know. Was she a know, gym teacher or something? What? That's <laughs> good job. She was good a teacher. Job. She was like a teacher of third graders. Oh, really? She'd always go, good She'd job. Put a sticker good on his scrotum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easier to talk about what's a ridiculous thing thing to say in, in the sack than good job than fun th dirty things I'm sure everything I've said is amazing I think I'm just I, I, watching porn has taught me so much stuff to say because that's what guys are watching and if you throw if you pepper in a couple like I'm your fucking whore or something like just throw them off like that is insane to like they'll be so excited 
I think stuff like that is good. At least for I, my I man. disagree only because I've heard a lot of guys talk about how when girls are acting porny, it creeps them. Or it's like not. Are these the it's gay the men that you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> from the, the last episode uh, that you mentioned that, that you maybe, said? Maybe, maybe yeah. I don't know. I would just I don't if like the seen... stuff that guys say in in pornos. So if a guy said that to me, I'd yeah, be like, because you're stop a... watching so much porn. Because what the guys say is made for the men who are watching it. Okay. Like it's all like, the, uh, or the, you know, so I like when he says like shit like that to me. But I think that. Girls can get away with dropping that stuff way earlier in a relationship. I think then. a girl, yeah, I think a guy would be less sensitive to stuff like that. Yes. But what is bonkers is the spectrum of what females like is so crazy from one girl to a next. Oh, definitely. Like, not only like technique sexually, yeah. but just like <clears throat> vocabulary and like where she wants your hands and all this stuff. It is crazy. Like if you're with one person and then you take that to the next person, it is. Oh yeah, whenever I'm with. Who like, are these people? These are people. <laughs> when I, I go people. to a, when I have a new boyfriend or something, and like he's fucking a certain way, like every time I'm like, oh, this is what the last girl liked. Yeah, like, or this tolerated. Is exactly, or tolerated. <laughs> yeah, but my boyfriend is like really good about like finding out what I like. So I'm like, this is what she must have loved. Right. Well, that's all. That's my concern. Is I just want to do what. So much of it for me is for, you know what I mean, for her Which is to for be you. satisfied, yes. right? Uh, what? Like the whole thing of like, I just want to please you. I'm like, but isn't that more about you too? Like being a, a like you. Yeah, you can say I get off by getting her off. Yeah. Or however you want to word it. Right. But you, you yeah, but it, but then you're like, you can be way out. Like you have to, I, as That's a guy. Tell them. No, but guys are so much simpler. Like you could take. Almost anything that the person that you're with into, if you went to the next guy and did the same stuff, even if yeah. it's not something that he fantasized about, it, he, he would could be like, like get on board. Yeah, he'd be like, yeah, exactly. Guys are willing mm-hmm. to get up with just about anything. That's interesting. Whereas it, the girls is night it's and like, day. It's like, what the fuck are you yeah, doing? Don't what do you slap think? my ass. Whatever. You're just like, oh, gee. so it's, yeah. That's my favorite thing about your gender is that you guys are really wired to want to please us. Uh, heterosexual mm-hmm. guys are wired to want to please. But I'm sure Nikki's <laughs> correct. I'm sure it is. Like, it's I'm, ego. I'm sure there's an it's ego, ego thing. Yeah. It's totally ego, but it's yeah. it, we benefit from it, so I'm I'm happy. Like maybe, but maybe there's something biological in there too. Yeah. I don't know. It the, feels to me cuz sometimes like I just don't want to come. Like sometimes I'm just not in the mood. It's going to take too much work. I'm it's not going to happen. But like I've had guys uh, who will not settle for that and like because they need to yeah. see the girl they're with have an orgasm oh, to right. feel like they've done their job. And then it's not even about me anymore because mm, y- yeah, you're giving you. me pleasure, but pleasure to me would be to not come right now. Like I don't want to. I don't feel like it, but then I like feel like I have to because mm-hmm. so then you have to force yourself to have an orgasm which is never easy or fun or you got a fake one which is never fun either. Unacceptable. Yeah, I don't do it. I really don't. That's good. I refuse. Sometimes, like, you'll just, like, kind of... You know what? Here's... How did I discover that I I sometimes fake a sound? God, that was a really funny realization I had. I was, um... God damn it. Is it your thing about getting fingered where you're like, that sound is not a good sound, when we're like, eh? No, (laughs) there was something that I did where I was like, I know that I... sometimes will fake an orgasm because I did the sound when I was doing, 
God damn it. I can't remember it now, but it, uh, I, when I do, I'll call into the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get our first call. Um, but it's yeah, funny I, you guys remember all this dirty talk. I can't remember. I think I go into another zone and where well, I, I I'm kind of blackly having this set. Yeah. And I do definitely black it out, but like, I just, I don't know. I don't even, I don't think I'm that good at it. I'm just mostly like, yeah, fuck, yeah, thanks. Sir. Going back to our last podcast, uh, Anya asked me what was great sex, and I stammered a lot. Um, But one thing, though, is that is the best is when you're in a situation and you're not thinking at all. You're not Mm -hmm. like, should I say this? Should I respond? Should I do this? Should I do that? When you're just, you're in, uh, you're just in the zone and you're both, that is, that's like the ideal situation. And I think that can only get there. Like, that's rarely with someone you have to be so comfortable with the person and you have to have been with them i think a lot yeah or just really comfortable with yourself yeah my guy recently said to me because we got that i talked about the wand on a couple episodes ago the hitachi magic wand uh-huh. we didn't say the name of it i'm saying it now fucking buy it girls i'm not joking have your guy use it on you it's it's insane if you're a girl that requires a lot of pressure down there i know you're out there uh where my lady's at get this thing but anyway um, it made me forget that he existed in the room. <laughs> he was using it on me and I forgot he was a person in my life. And I, I felt like I was alone. And I told him that after I was like, I'm not joking. Like for a second, I, I forgot you existed. And he was like, I'm not kidding you. That is the best thing I've ever heard you say. He was like, that's where I want you to be all the time. Is like, don't even notice that I'm here. Like, I want you to be so far gone. Do you relate to that, Phil? No. No? He loved it. And I was like, I was almost ashamed to tell him that. He was like, that's the great, that's like music to my ears, that you were so in ecstasy that you couldn't even, you didn't even know what was going on. And that, and that's what I think that you're talking about is you're so comfortable yeah. that you don't even, you're not thinking. You're yeah. not even like, you're just experiencing pleasure. Yeah. So it's it's not even about a person or whatever. It's just like, that that to me is very empowering as someone who doesn't masturbate to like forget that a guy is in the room. Yeah. To just it, have it all be in for me it was, is a good feeling. And it's brought to me by the magic wand. Jane Fonda was talking about that on a podcast where she was saying why sex is so much better at her age now. She's in her 70s, I think. Yeah, let's plug that podcast. It's fucking great. Oh if you like our God. podcast, you're going to love Death, Sex and Money. It's uh, a girl named Anna Sale uh, does it. It's on WNYC radio, I think. Uh, Anna, we love you. It's so good. It's called Death, Sex, and Money. Guys, I'm not kidding you. Download it and listen to it right now. Stop this podcast. That's how much I love it. <laughs> it's a Maybe good... do it after the podcast. No, no, no. Really? I'm, I'm, okay. I'm not very good at promoting our <laughs> but No, she but says, it's really good. Because she's older and in short, you know, she's so comfortable with her body and what she wants now. And she doesn't she's have short? any... Is so comfortable with her body. I thought you said she's older and short. No. Oh. Didn't you think she said that? In short, I think she meant oh, like you were short. summing in it short. up. In short. Oh, okay, okay. In summation, Jane Fonda is so short that, that her clitoris <laughs> is I like tiny. No, um, that she just basically asks for what she wants and gets it and loves sex and has it all the time and has never had as great of a sex life. And mm. what I got out of that was... She just is over any kind of inhibition. Yeah. So to me, that's what I look forward to. Yeah, is like not that's giving ideal. a fuck. And I think yeah. that that's 
part of just being in a long-term relationship is like you stop caring about how you look. But also it would be, that would be great to be with someone with that attitude. Cause you pick up if the person's like a little bit nervous or holding back or whatever. The, well, that's a great thing too. When you're with someone and you can just tell they're not holding yes. back, they're completely letting loose. Yes. Remember they're not I, trying to think they're just letting go. Right. Remember when I was talking about my best lover ever that, that like was technically the best at cunnilingus uh-huh. because he was, so he was like, a, I said, homeless guy at a salad bar. And then you said, great metaphor or whatever. But he was so thrilled. It was unbridled, whatever. And like, I could not have distracted him. I could not have gotten his attention. That's he what was I'm saying. So he just it. wanted it yeah. so bad. That was great. I loved that because it just showed me that he was so, so into, into it. it. Yeah. That's the best sex to me. When I don't have to think about like, What's the right dirty talk thing to say? What's going to turn him on? I'm just like checked out, but like we're connected. I film. We filmed ourselves having sex a while ago, and that made me very like, uh, I'm uh, like it made me very aware. I was like really nervous, but then we watched it like right after, and it was like, huh, we look pretty good. Like <laughs> I've heard like horror stories of watching yourself having sex, but I was like, I like look like a fucking porn star. It was like really exciting to like see yourself. As like, because I don't know, it was just, it was really, and it was so fun to do because we were like, remember when you did that? Oh my God, that's so weird. Like, it was just like weird to see those angles. Like you'd never, you never see yourself having sex. Where did you put the camera? Yeah, did you go tripod or Selfie style. He handheld selfie style. And it was just, it was really, he erased it right away. So don't even try to find it. It's on the cloud. And then we wrote a screenplay about it. But I'll tell you, if it got out, wouldn't be ashamed. <laughs> Looked good. What, Proud much, of what I did. I, I was wearing knee pads. I will say that. You were? Yeah, because we were. I really fucked up my knees You're when we were having sex, uh, like a couple months ago when I went to visit him. Because, like, we were on the floor. He was lying on the floor. I was like, knee, you know, on my knees <laughs> on top, uh-huh. and I really bruised up my knees. Like they were. And I, I sent him pictures of it because I left for the road. And I was like, look at what my knee, like, this is awful. And we were jo- laughing about it. And then I came to visit him a month later and he met me at the LAX. He was in the parking lot. He was like, come out to the parking lot. He had um, Celine Dion's uh, I'm Your Lady and You Are My Man. Is that Celine Dion? I don't know who it is. But yeah, he had it blaring and in the car. And then he had flowers and these huge knee pads, like, hockey knee pads and I was like what like they were like $70 knee pads and I was like these are ridiculous and I was like it's really funny and then he was like these are just a joke these are the real ones and he brought me like real <laughs> real ones that are like practical and smaller like volleyball ones yeah like volleyball ones um like would, less padding I would honestly buy those if they brought back the ones that were around in the 80s like that look like what American apparel would make now remember oh, those yeah Cute. I would wear those around all the time why just as a fashion thing like leg warmers I think that would look so cute with shorts no yeah that's impractical i know but so are leg warmers no they keep your legs warm no but people wear or like knee socks are stupid people wear those all the time to look cute i wear them i think like picturing you in knee pads like would be cute shin pads i used to wear for field hockey i love that look yeah but knee anyway i wore knee pads so yeah, and the sex tape was wearing knee pads. That was the only thing I would take out. Uh-huh. But they were, they, my knees Feels ain't. so aroused right now. I can't yeah. talk so. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, this is the shit I regret saying. I'm like, why do I need no, to share the d- fucking details of my personal life? 
It's okay because he's never going to listen to Because I it. want people to have better sex. I was hanging out with these girls in fucking wherever I was, Martha's Vineyard, and uh-huh. they have boring sex. I could tell because they, I would share like a little detail that was like kind of interesting. Like, oh, I'll say, do you, uh, you own this pussy? And they were like, oh, you what? <laughs> like they were just so tired. I declare. Mr. Beauregard. <laughs> like, yeah, they just couldn't believe it. And they were like, I need to spice up. And I was like, yes. I have you to admit, do. since getting to know you, I feel like my sex life has gotten so much better because you've introduced me to certain podcasts to listen to. It's opened my mind up. It really has helped. I got you me. into a casting couch <clears throat> porn. I got involved with two sex addicts in a row. It's been great. <laughs> sex addicts, really? Yeah, I don't need. Yeah, it's like a, a you know an attic where you. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wow. a great idea. I would go there. The sex addict. Uh, yeah, you. Sex addicts are a thing, man. Yeah, I, I, I could think that I would be one. Me too. Sometimes, absolutely. I get amorous. Amorous? Yeah, means horny. Oh, amorous. Am- oh no, they changed it. Oh. <laughs> amorous is that a word? <laughs> it's like ambidextrous and amorous. Yeah. Like using both hands while you're horny. Exactly. <laughs> Productive. Uh. Was there a big discussion before you taped yourselves? No, it was funny because he just grabbed the camera and we were like already having sex and he just grabbed the camera. I was just like, oh, I guess now we're doing this. And it was just like, he had been saying before, like, I want to film you. Like, you look good. Like, we we should get this documented. And I was like, and we filmed it before, but it was totally a failure because he had, there was just too many things he had tried at once. Like he like tied me up and filmed it. And I was like, I don't, all this at once is too much. Like it just didn't look, I don't want to be tied up on camera. Like that's, I want to look good. I know my angles and it ain't tied up, you know? Yeah. Get me in the right lighting. So we filmed that and we watched it a little bit, but I was just like, I'm not into this. And so then we waited, that was like six months ago. And so now he broke it out again, just like randomly with like the GoPro and we just shot a little thing and it was awesome. I would do it again. I would encourage it. I think it's a good, th- and it's nice to watch like a play-by-play. Yeah? And does like, it make it, how does it affect future sessions? It doesn't, I don't It think. was just like a fun thing. Cause I, I don't like, I don't want to look at footage of myself doing anything. I think the key though. I don't either. I fucking never watch myself on TV or do I don't like up. when someone's like, I got a picture of you. I tagged you I on hated, Instagram. I'm I like, hated that he wanted to watch it. I was just trying to be a, amicable girlfriend right. and so but, I was like okay let's watch it before we go to dinner and I was just like oh, actually it looks pretty good but you should stress deleting it immediately oh you absolutely that's why he wanted to watch it so we can just like delete it before we go to dinner yeah. in case there's yeah. a break in or something like, uh-huh. and um, I would also recommend no sound because you don't want to hear yourself having sex oh, that is the thing okay. that is like, oh good advice the things you say <laughs> are just ridiculous and like Not the me, sounds but... you make <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for, I mean, I mean, I you kill. Oh yeah, I bring it, but yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's great advice though to delete it right away because that would that would. Yeah, and, and he was very. He was like, if we ever film ourselves, and this was we had a talk long before that first time we filmed it. He was like, we, you will watch me hit delete. We'll never put it on a computer. We'll watch it on the camera itself. So it's never on a cloud. It's never in yeah. a computer. <laughs> it never leaves the camera, and then it yeah. gets deleted from the camera. So it's it's nowhere to be found. I predict a long relationship here. Sounds healthy. Sounds fun. Sounds sex ex- is experimental. Key. Sounds like you guys both want to take care of each other's feelings and needs. It sounds fun, non-judgmental. You're, You're talking about me and the magic knee wand, pads. right? <laughs> yeah, open-minded. I'm I wearing love protection. Knee- yeah, knee pads. that's a great line. Thank you. 
love the knee pad story. Yeah. Did I never told you that story? No. It's Did he so funny. Take back the $70 knee yeah, pads? Yeah, but oh I was like, God. you spend $70 on a joke that like maybe <laughs> you would forget to return that. Like I was like, yeah. are you going to return these? He's like, yeah. He's funny. It was funny. Yeah, you guys are a good match. It was good. Go it was Carmichael. It's good. <laughs> yeah, you didn't tell me that. That must have been when you were gone. It was tough living without Nikki. Living without Nikki. That's my next song. That's going to be on the next record. Album. Yeah, next album. Living without Nikki. Just all songs based on what it's like to live without me. Airbnb <laughs> in your room. <laughs> do you do Not Airbnb having in your to room? clean as much. I go sleep in her room and then I Airbnb mine. You know what was interesting is I had three guys in a row. Not that I slept with, uh-huh. but that I Airbnb'd to. What if you did? Yeah. Oh, is he handsome? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Micro? But he had a girlfriend, right? I will not comment on that because there were three, so I want each of them to think it could have been them. Oh, okay. Ooh. You're going to get good reviews. But I was thinking, because I am, you know, a panicked person, like, what am I thinking? Airbnb being a place to a guy and we're in this apartment alone? Yeah, I wouldn't do that in a million years. You wouldn't? No, because I'd be like, I want my play. It, it was like, what if on the off chance they're a pain in the ass and then my like three days is not worth whatever money you make if I'm Well, there's disturbed. reviews. You can read what other people have said about the people. Uh, I'd rather not have a stranger in my house. That's what that wasn't my concern. My concern was my physical safety. Well, that that's part of being not knowing someone. Yeah, I wouldn't be worried about my physical safety, but I would just be like, uh, I would think about it, be like, this is a good idea, and then I'd be like, oh, if it's a pain in the ass. And I just... I actually really was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Really, being the proprietress of a place is really fun. It's fun to be like, here's your room, here's your clean, and I really love like having it super clean, clean sheets, super clean towels. Everything's really nice. I don't know why it makes me feel really good. I never knew that was part of my personality, but it is. And uh, the people were cool. They were so nice. We even ended up hanging out. Nick, I hung out with one of them. Yeah. And we like had dinner together and talked about, and he lived really close uh, to my Oh, look at my friend. little introvert. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it was really fun. See, that, I, would, I would rather go broke than have someone live with me that I didn't, who I didn't know for the yeah, weekend. That's and what then I have said. be forced to maybe positive. go to dinner with them. Yeah. Ugh. We was just had it in the living room. To? Was this the one you were no. attracted to? Oh. Ah, oh, shoot. Now he knows it's not him. Oh. Guess what? He's not listening. Yeah. Does he know about the podcast? <laughs> no. I don't know. How attractive was this guy? They were all they were all very nice guys. There was just one of them who brought this vibe of like uh-huh. he was exactly the wrong type. He, he, oh. he brought a he brought a vibrator. <laughs> he brought the Hitachi magic wand. Did he have knee pads? <laughs> no. But um yeah, it just popped into my mind couple times i was like what am i doing i was like thinking about that is like the hottest story ever though no. i yeah. if i were single i would want something like that i would like i would airbnb and like maybe just wait for like a hot guy to like come through <laughs> and book ter- it it's terrible it feels unsafe totally but isn't that thrilling it, it, it was thrilling it really it's a great fantasy when your dad walked into my room oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let you live that down. <laughs> Her parents were staying with us um, no, early just on. Just my dad. Just your dad was staying with us, and I was in my room sleeping, taking a nap uh-huh. at like seven o'clock at night. I had like late sets. Yeah. Oh, and God, I hate this story. It sounds like the beginning of a penthouse letters. <laughs> and I was in my room. Uh-huh. It was hot. I'm physically like physically <laughs> the, the, Ill. The, the, the light is shut off. Um, what are you napping? 
Just you know a what? tank. I mean, probably like a bra, like okay. a bra and you know shorts. Yeah. Oh, jeez, no uh, panties, just uh, shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Cargo shorts. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Anya's dad like just walked in my room, and then didn't didn't go like, oh sorry, because I immediately was like, oh my gosh, I'm in here, and uh, I'm in here, I'm in my fucking bedroom. <laughs> So he did it, but he didn't go like, oh, I'm sorry, and shut the door. He yeah. just stood with it open and said, I, I have pizza for you. <laughs> I've never met the man yet, by oh, the way. He was dressed up like a pizza delivery guy? Yeah, oh, this does get more and more interesting. He was like, I have pizza. I have leftover pizza. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm fine. Last time I had pizza was in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, I don't eat pizza. Yeah. But that's not even, even if he had, like, my favorite food. Yeah. It was just like, oh, so he was just being friendly. Yeah, but I had never met him, and he just and walked boundaryless and completely boundaryless. Yeah, but like you know, if you walk in someone's room and they're sleeping in the dark, you usually would be like, ah, oh, you know. Yeah. But he just like kept the door open, and was just like, okay, well, um, all right, uh, I'm gonna go out now, and I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my fucking god, I can't. <laughs> and then I was just like, what? Just I couldn't f- process what had happened because I knew your dad was in town, but he was not home when I got home, so I uh-huh. wasn't yeah. expecting like. And I probably had my a- AC unit on, so I couldn't like hear him outside. It was just so like, <gasps> it I, was so weird. I would have leapt out of my bed. Anya was so mad at him. Did you give him shit? Oh my god, unbelievable! She shamed him amounts. hard. Did he understand? It took a while. But he's, the, he did. He came, the, he's just he's just not used to boundaries, and you know he's not used to closed doors. He doesn't he doesn't understand yeah. the concept of like living with another person and they have Who their space, d- which is not your space. He, he's thinking like you guys share an apartment, so I get to walk through the apartment. Yeah, I I, I t- when you say it like that, I get it. Like he's just I don't. well, he's. He doesn't have much empathy. I yeah, he's maybe. never been there. I guess he's just all he's he never lived in a house where like one room is off limits. Oh okay. Ever like uh-huh. he just didn't understand. He's like, well, I go, I don't understand why How you would walk into Nikki's hotels? room, huh? How is he at hotels? Good question, Nikki. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I I I totally see where you're coming from. Oh. I only tease you about it because it's just like it's a, funny. It's a like a classic stupid parent thing to do where you're just like you just do something that you're just like and you're just so mad at your parents like how do you not know not to do that yeah i just remember asking him multiple times like i don't understand what made you think it was okay to walk in there and we couldn't we were at such an impasse it was hilarious because he was like i don't understand why i couldn't and i'm like because it's her room and he goes but the I didn't think anyone was home. And I go, I hear you, and I understand that. I still don't understand why you would go into her room. And he goes, because I didn't know if I was alone or not. And I go, and so knocking wasn't an option? Like, hey, is anyone home? Like, he just thought. Why did he want to know if. You know, I guess when you're in an. I sometimes want to know if Nikki's home, and I'll text her, like, are you home? Oh, I see. Okay. Because, I don't know, like, I talked to myself. Oh, so she didn't. He wasn't expecting. Okay, because the way I. He was just in there in the apartment all by himself. Oh, I, I had a gig I, out of town that day, which uh, Nikki forgot to add, which makes it 10,000 times worse to me, because I'm like, I'm leaving you at home. Don't do anything crazy. Oh. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, no, of course not. I'm like, 
It's just Nikki and you, and I feel bad for. I had this gig that I couldn't change uh-huh. in Boston or something nuts, and I was like driving home as fast as possible from Boston. I think uh-huh. I left at like six a.m. so I would get back to New York by whatever, like eleven or f- something. Yeah, and I was like, just don't, don't fuck anything up. He's like, no, no, we're fine. And then like later that day, it comes out where he's like, we're just casually talking. He's like, yeah, ran into Nikki. I'm like. Oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, she was nice. I offered her pizza. She didn't want any. I'm like, oh, yeah, she doesn't eat pizza. I thought I told you, like, wait. What do you mean you ran into Nikki? Like, on the street or on the corner? He's like, no, no, just in the apartment. I'm like, oh, that's cool. What would you think? He's like, she seemed really nice. She was busy. I'm like, oh, cool. And then something kept eating at me. I'm like, so about that, about running into Nikki, like, where in the apartment? And he's like, I just, uh, just, you know, walked in her room. She was in her room. I'm like, she was in her room? He's like, yeah, she was in the dark. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Did you walk in? He's like, yeah, I just, I opened, I didn't know anyone was home. And then that's when I was like, did you fucking walk into her room? And then reluctantly, he's like, I think I did. I think I might have, um, I think I might have, yes, I think that I did, but it were fine. And I left her the pizza in the fridge. I'm like, that's not a peace offering. Like, what are you doing? And then I talked to Nikki. She was so nice about it. She didn't say anything until later. And then she was like, yeah, he actually didn't walk into my bedroom. I told, at the time, I was like, my boyfriend and I were just starting to like text. So Mm -hmm. it was like, it was exciting to have a story to like tell him Mm -hmm. that we could like talk about. Because we, you know, you're in the beginning of a relationship. You don't have anything. We just exchanged numbers. So I was like, my roommate's, dad just walked in my bed like it's a good story you yeah. know and so it led to some really fun like he he would be like is jerry gonna come back <laughs> like it, it led to some funny no i remember meeting him meeting chris or, or like seeing meeting uh, carmichael and his family and, and they were like oh yeah your dad's in town right i'm like yeah they're like uh yeah we heard about your dad and the pizza i'm like fuck it's made the rounds yeah it it's was cute. just it was just he a good felt story really bad he felt really to I this day he's like I still want to meet Nikki. I knew, but oh, wait, I we not, met. I've met him. Since. You have? Yes, 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 yes. Not knowing that Nikki was home, right. I've, I've, I could see doing that where you just think you're in the apartment by yourself and you just open, like you're just like bo- whatever you have yeah, the instinct. Totally. You don't even know what you're doing. You're just like. I didn't blame him for that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I thought when you, initially I thought. But leaving the door open and talking to me, I was just like, yeah, that's how, the weird part. Yeah. How long was it open? I pro- less than a minute. Jeez, but then it would have been weird 50 too. Fifty seconds too long. But also, it would have been weird if he just opened the door and was like, "Oh!" and then closed. Then that would seem more suspicious. I think oh, he yeah. said you yelped or something, or like there was a. He's like, "I, th- I think I startled her." And yeah. I'm like, do you think s- you startled her by walking? I think it was like half asleep. Yeah. When it's she's it's sleeping so in the dark. It's okay. It really is all is forgiven. I hate to say this, but sometimes it does feel. For me, it sometimes feels good to shame my. F- parents and that's not good that's oh not God, healthy yeah <laughs> doesn't it remember when i took my mom to for an aids test <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard that story it's a couple episodes ago check it out but yeah just like i love just like yeah shaming or just like passively aggressively upsetting them they're cute we're gonna be them someday except without kids yeah we have no one to embarrass just our spouses Oh, I'll do a good job of that. And we don't have spouses yet either. So let's yeah. <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Calm down, Missy. All right. We can embarrass um, people on the train with us. 
you no, know. That's true. Or I our, get embarrassed in front of strangers sometimes for them. I definitely do. Wait, you get embarrassed for strangers? Like a, a stranger could do something weird that I'm like, oh, I'm embarrassed by this. Like watching something on TV, I can be embarrassed. Yeah. For yeah. I'm trying to think of that just happened. I think we're good on time. I think we're great on time. I feel like we accomplished so much. I, I mean, think we've got to the bottom of a lot of things. Oh, God. At the end of every episode, should we be apologizing to people? <laughs> I feel like, Pop, if, if you're listening to this, I want to make it clear. I love you. I support you. And I know we're clear with Nikki. Everything's But you good. should be ashamed of yourself. Next time, bring gluten-free, dairy-free. We love you. Raw vegan pizza. Oh, my God, guys, I would love to talk to you, We did it. You would? Yeah, he's a dream analyst, right? Yeah. yeah it's oh, I'd cool. be fascinated. He's cool. You should bring him to the cellar sometime. Well, she, well her dad, my does, dad has like a lectures. million or 300,000 hits on YouTube on his JFK YouTube lecture. It is fascinating. And then he has one about, um, I don't know if it's about extraterrestrials. That's got tons of hits. Really? He's really interesting. I'd like to meet him. Yeah, he's, he's super great. smart. And yeah. You can look up on YouTube. He's been in my bedroom. <laughs> oh my God. Not going to brag, but a guy who has 300,000 hits on YouTube I has think it's cons- uh, been in my room. Conspiracy in Camelot or something. The JFK Conspiracy in Camelot. Really interesting. Check it out, guys. Anya's dad. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.